listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. It is the bonus hour on this Valentine's Day. I'm wearing red. I'm feeling it. Mark's cooking dinner for the wife and the daughter and his mom. Okay. Yes, we are oozing the romance, ladies and gentlemen. Oozing it. Miller and Malton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. But we were in the mood early this morning. We had a Valentine's Day poll question ready before 6 a.m. That's right. right. How confident are you that there will be romance in your home tonight? <laughs> romance? You can define that however you'd like. We didn't say canoodling. We Seven, said romance. 17% say very. <laughs> as One out the, of six. As for the rest of us? No? Not so much. How about the Saturday answer, though? They, you know, because we did put a third answer. There's very, there's not very, but we got a little cute slash snarky with our third answer. 19.5% say last Saturday night counts. That's what they're going with. <laughs> There you go. Make it happen, Knight. Raising its hand. So what do we got? About 63, 64% saying not very confident of any romance tonight. Man. My mom's got a 5 o'clock reservation at White Castle. No romance. No romance. Not a reservation. But she's fired up. She really is. She's been texting me. Throughout the show, I mean, she's, you know, very fired up about it. Do more of you have reservations than romance in your in your lives tonight? There you go. How many of you are actually, you know, doing ro- Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day? Or how many of you did it last Saturday? Or are you going to do it this coming Saturday? Apparently, that's what Mark is doing. And it was it not is. my call. My wife well, flat no, out kidding. said, can you get a babysitter for Saturday so we can have <laughs> Valentine's Day dinner? Because it's on a Tuesday and you've got no shot, basically, is what she told me. Right. Okay. But that's that's hysterical, though. It was your wife's call. Really? Really? No kidding. Felipe's the only man in our lives that actually thinks he's calling the shots. I mean, please. He's not. No. No, not at all. I never said I'm calling the shots. No, actually, Felipe, if you were to listen to the show, you have said on multiple different occasions of how much you're in charge of your relationship when we have told you flat out that she, I've met her. I know her. Okay, I've so running the show is calling the shots? She runs your show. Right. <laughs> yes, that's what Mark has said. Quote, she runs your show. By the way, this is your last show for the week. Uh, what are you doing? Where are you going? And Where are you go- going this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so where are you no, going? No, no. Where are you going? What are you doing? Where are you going with who? That's all. Three simple questions. I'm going to New York City with her uh-huh. family. With your girlfriend's family? Yes. Right. Right. She to runs to your meet, show. To meet her brothers. Cole, does she run your show? You don't see, Felipe, you know, he's got someone else in here because he's leaving town. He's trying to pass the buck. Once again, admitting defeat. Felipe just passing the buck does yeah. not, it doesn't, you know, I don't care who runs Cole's show. You're a part of this show here, okay? It's Miller and Moulton. Felipe, you're our producer. You've been doing this for a year and a half. She runs, I've known you. She runs your show. You may yeah. try to act all tough 
and you have to have this machoism to you, but it's not there. Right. The key to a successful relationship is her making you feel as if you're still making some decisions. That's that's when you know you're with the right person. Okay. She makes you feel like you're still calling the shots and you're not calling any shots. And that's okay. When she says things like, don't you think we should go out to dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Felipe, by the way, remember, you're working with two middle-aged married guys. Okay. You know, it. we know how this plays out, okay? Good and bad. So, it's okay. And for the most and, part, and, the only time you're running your own show is when you're alone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, last Valentine's Day, you were running your show. This year, you're not, and you're a lot happier. You know... Just some Miller Molten wisdom, right? <laughs> well, every week, we think we occasionally we, we think we've got something to say. I mean, you know, I guess you're hopefully, right. Hopefully, it rubs off. You know, Uncle Mark, Uncle David. I'll hit you, you know. with the "You're not wrong." We know. <laughs> I was going to say, combined, we've been married like forty years. Yeah, no, we're we're doing okay, and and we way overachieved, by the way. I mean, you know, the women we're with, I mean, people in front of us come up to them and say, did you lose a bet? Okay. I mean, that's how over our skis we are. So, you know, believe it or not, don't listen to us when it comes to sports. We're actually pretty good when it comes to, you know, romance. You know what I'm saying? That's Uh all we've got poll questions up like we do today. (laughs) Exactly. That shows you just how in charge we are. Yeah. Can we get an update on that, on the percentages? <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Keep and refresh on the poll question. Yeah. Seventeen percent of our audience thinks that there's going to be some romance in their house tonight. Oh my god, Boy, that's that's very optimistic. If we get to one in five, I will consider it a huge win for the men I listening know. to the show. I'm going to say the dynamic of this show is a lot better than I thought. Uh. So happy Valentine's Day. It's not too late. All right. And listen, don't think you can, you know, no matter what your significant other said to you, do not think that you can just, you know, I don't want anything. Okay. Let's not spend the money. Get something. Well, that leads me to an interesting spot with you because your wife is Mrs. Don't buy me anything. Don't spend any money on me. And then she yells at you if you do. So not yes, correct. Literally yells at me. Can't believe you spent this money on me. So if you were to go to the dollar store today and find yourself a cute little Valentine's Day card, would that would that be met with love or resistance? Well, I mean, she can't resist. I, you know, I've already handed her the card. It will be met with disgust, though. It would. What there is an opportunity, Mark, for something to happen in our life, which hasn't happened in a very long time. This is the first Valentine's Day that I can recall in which we do not have a pet. Right. Because the cats back in the day would eat the flowers. The, the cats ended you buying flowers because the cats yes. would eat the flowers. Correct. And so then, and then also, and then the bulldog, and while the bulldog wouldn't jump up and climb on anything, she would just view it as a waste. And so... 
I actually had a better chance of, you know, being romantic, getting a Valentine's Day gift, and then also having something for Rufus, you know, because she obviously, she likes the dog more than me. So, you know, that's, I would, you know, try to show my love to the dog. Not with no Rufus anymore. No cat, no Rufus. There's an opening. Opening. There, I drove past a store that said $14.99 a dozen for roses. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of taking the big risk. You're cannonballing back into the flower pool? I'm thinking of she she's gone for the day. She's off working. All right. And she's gonna come back uh not till dinner time. And I'm thinking that when she walks in, and phew, let me tell you, Mark, it will not be well received because she'll think that's like 50 bucks. Right. Right. As if somehow she's not worth 50 bucks. I mean, last time we had this discussion, okay, it was just recently in which she's like, you know, remember, we're, we moved. We're in Jacksonville. We're in a brand new condo. And she's like, I don't want you to spend the money on me. And I said, look around. It's 300000 It's a little too late to not want a Valentine's Day gift. Maybe just the move was enough. Maybe that gets you off the hook. So, oh no, I don't have. I'll be one of four men in America who will get chastised for getting a Valentine's Day gift, but I'm going to do it anyway. Now, I mean, I she, I'd struggle. Where's she going to go? She's like the Red COO. Where's she going to go? I struggle with that because, as well, David, because she's also the. I need a Publix gift card, and that's it. Kind of a Publix gift card. What's she going to get? Chicken tenders? <laughs> a pub sub? Although, uh. I have, although I have to admit, okay, if back in the day that was all my wife wanted, that might have actually endeared her more to me. Oh, my goodness. I may have to pop the question why all she wanted was chicken tenders. Mark, do you like the chicken? <laughs> do you like the pub sub? Of course I like a public sub. Okay, then, then, then what was that attitude? The that attitude is that I don't know many Day. women that want a public's gift card for Valentine's Day. I, uh, that, I don't either. That might be, that, to me, that means a lot of things. It means you're probably already on the way out. She's already moved past you. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. She said that before we started dating. You know what? You're going to visit the family this weekend. Ask the brothers. Ask her two brothers. Yeah, she wanted a Publix gift card for Valentine's Day. Where does that put me on the list? And That's, I would say they would take you right to the airport and get you on an early return flight. That's not all I did, by the way. Just Good. So you know. Good. Good. Don't listen to them. We love them, okay, but they're not being truthful. Okay? No. And here's the other thing, Felipe. You're going to meet the brothers this weekend. You do not want one of them finally going, "Hey, so would you uh, would you get my sister for Valentine's Day?" Oh, I got her twenty five dollars at Publix. It's a great place. Ever heard of it? She wanted a sub. She wanted a sub. I got her a sub and chicken tenders. She had enough left over that she could get some Eltoids when she went through the <laughs> checkout line. A sub, chicken tenders, and a loaded baked potato. What, the vacuum wasn't available? Oh, my. <laughs> Although, yo, there's that one vacuum, that, like, wireless one that has the trigger. Oh, my God, that is the best vacuum. I'll tell you what. 
he goes from being 14 to 87 on a dime. On a dime. I have a dog in my house, okay? I need it, and it sheds. I'll tell you what, you really are from Miami, okay? You can be cool, okay, and ancient, all right, instantly. Yeah, you went from you went from having a touch of cool to basically wearing sandals with black socks. <laughs> instantly. Crocs and all. Uh, no, no, no. Sandals. Oh, no. Sandals. Sandals. Don't mess with the Crocs. They've made a big comeback. Miller and Moulton. So it's Valentine's Day. All right. It's our public service. Don't just don't don't screw it up, guys and gals. Don't don't screw it up. And for those of you going out tonight, you don't normally do it. Tip a little more. You're taking to a nice place. Act like the big shot that you want to be. Right. When you go to Chipotle, leave a few bucks for the crew. <laughs> Miller and Moulton. <laughs> Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Happy Valentine's Day. We have a Valentine's poll question. What do you think the chances are of some romance tonight? How confident are you? Very, not very. Hey, does last Saturday night count? Those are our three choices. That Mark Miller, the David Moulton, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Vote accordingly. If I were to throw up another poll question, okay, it would be uh, from a Valentine's Day theme. Which do you think, which do you find to be the biggest waste of money? Cards, flowers, or chocolates? Cards. I'm with you. First off, they've gotten a little pricey. And secondly, they usually, usually have the shelf life of the amount of time it takes to read it. Like my daughter's figured it out. She makes her own cards. Maybe I should sit with her with the crayons and start making my own cards. Because no matter what she draws on it, all she has to do is say, I love you, mom. And then the card's a win. Right. So you should then let her draw your card and you should just then... At the bottom, right? Me too. (laughs) And hand it to her and go, huh? What do you say? (laughs) Um, So I don't know if it's breaking news. It's at least a developing story. I mean, it was pretty much reported Super Bowl Sunday as if this was going to happen. But the Eagles have now officially lost their offense coordinator, Shane. Is it Steichen? Steichen? I don't know. Uh, C-H-E-N. He's now the new head coach in Indianapolis. This considered a huge win for Chris Ballard. Apparently, he has spent literally the last two weeks begging and pleading with Jim Irsay to not hire Jeff Saturday. And it was apparently only like three, four days ago that the owner finally agreed to not promote Jeff Saturday. So you and I would have quit long before this. Ballard, by most people's account, should have quit when Saturday. That a lot of people thought that he should have walked the moment Saturday was hired because right. 
that let everybody know he didn't do it. I think everybody knew that he didn't do it. I don't know how much credibility he's lost as a GM in this last amount of time, I, well, if any. Well, in theory, now he got the coach that he wanted. You know, that's – Mark, we've all worked at places where we're told we have a certain amount of authority. And then when our boss, or in this case the owner, swoops in and says, no, it's my team, I'm doing what I want. Well, your authority gets diminished. So now you have to come back and reclaim your authority. And, of course, it can be taken away from you in a nanosecond. He's the owner. But apparently, Ballard is now slowly wrestled back being the GM again. Until Ursay decides he wants to be the GM again. There you go. Or his daughter, who apparently has got as big a voice as anybody else does right now. But then again, considering what a moron her dad is, I'm kind of glad she's throwing her two cents in. Um, what else is out there? $113 million total for the Super Bowl. Third most watched show in the history of American television. Rihanna had 119 at halftime. I don't know what Apple TV paid, but I think they got their money's worth. I would say so. Derek Carr likely to be released today. The Raiders have to do it by tomorrow. And since Carr said he's not going to approve a trade and he has a no trade clause, they have no choice but to release him. So it's expected to happen today. And then where he ends up, I mean, see, I don't think the reason why I don't think it's going to be the Jets is because I think the Jets are holding out for Rodgers. And so Rodgers just began his four day darkness tour. So don't you think by the time Aaron Rodgers emerges from the darkness that Derek Carr will have a new home? I'm being serious. I mean, let's just say he's going into the darkness today. By Saturday morning when he emerges from the darkness. All right. You want me to take you serious and you're saying when he emerges from the darkness. It's really hard to take someone serious when someone's going in and out of the darkness this much. (laughs) Well, I don't know what to say. It's his idea. (laughs) I mean, we think he's an idiot, but that's okay. I mean, you know, he's, he's eccentric. See, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not an idiot. He's eccentric. Right. He's an artist. So after he has his hallucinogenic moments here. For four days. Right. He comes out, and that's the vision that he will take with him. Right. Back to Green Bay and let them know what his intentions are. Apparently, though, he's getting DoorDash. But anyway. So by Saturday morning, in all seriousness, he emerges from the darkness. He's decided what it is he wants to do. Don't you think by then Carr is already signed with somebody? So if you think a team is serious about Aaron Rodgers. Well, then they're not going to have Derek Carr signed by Saturday. I expect Derek Carr to be in New Orleans, Carolina, someplace by Saturday. I mean, you think it's a coincidence that Derek Carr all of a sudden, a few days ago, said to the Raiders, I'm not approving a trade. His agent's been talking to eight teams for the last week. He knows what the offer he's going to get and from where. And it's clearly as good or better than his current contract. Otherwise, he would have insisted on being traded so that he would still get paid what he's currently scheduled to get paid. 
So just gut feeling. First off, do you agree with my reasoning that the Jets are all in on Rodgers? So they got to wait out his four days in the dark. And by then, do you think Derek Carr, when he gets cut later today, is still unemployed by Saturday? I actually think Carr will still be unemployed on Saturday. Ooh, okay. I think the fact that there are, I think there are multiple suitors. I think the reason there's no trade is that there are multiple suitors, and I think he wanted to stick it to the Raiders at the end of the day. Well, you and I can respect that. And a big way. His stock just went up in, in our minds. <laughs> he might be our quarterback, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Carr is signed by Saturday. I think he's signed by Thursday. And that's, if he's in that case, that. then he's probably already signed now, if you know what I mean. Because none of these yeah. deals can get done until the new year starts and all that kind of stuff. But wow. it'll go in the drawer until they can put it out there. Yeah, totally. Now, what to me is interesting is, you know, Garoppolo got mentioned in Tampa. I find that interesting. Find it difficult how they're going to do it with the cap situation that they're in. Yes, very much so. And does that make one of the nine offensive coordinators they've interviewed more likely to take the job? I mean, I have to admit, my gut tells me there's a better chance of Kyle Trask than Jimmy Garoppolo in Tampa, but that's just a gut feeling. So that's out there. Carr likely to be released today. Heat lost last night. They're only a half a game above the play-in line, which is the Knicks. And don't look now, but the Orlando Magic, who have like the fifth best record in the East over the last two months, are within three games of the play-in. After a win in Chicago, and the Florida Panthers haven't lost since the All-Star break. And uh, they're a point out of the playoffs, although the team they're a point behind has four games in hand in the Pittsburgh Penguins. But, hey, you got to get close. Got to start somewhere, David, and the Panthers have done their job since the break of picking up a few wins, a nice shootout win last night to get another big two points on the road. And how about the Canes? We actually called that one. They were getting five. We were like, you got to take the Canes in the points. How about them Canes? How about them Canes? All right. Went into Chapel Hill last night and controlled the Tar Heels in an eight-point win. They were a game out of first in the ACC. Miller and Moulton, good, bad, and ugly, and all that stuff is next. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes until the top of the hour, 17 until we're out of here. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Happy Valentine's Day. Have some fun. Answer our Valentine's Day poll question. It's Valentine's Day tonight. You know what that usually means, but it's on a Tuesday. So, you know, we're asking how confident are you that there's going to be some romance tonight? Very, not very. And, well, does last Saturday count? The numbers are changing as the younger folks are waking up and hitting the poll question. 24% of our audience thinks they're getting lucky tonight, essentially. Whoa! That number went up. Wow! 
Wow. That's, that's impressive. Just Or a lack of votes. One or the other. Yeah, that's, that is true. That is, that is true. You ready to do this? Let's get after it. It's time for someone to take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with Today Was the Day When. Well, we start in 1929. The St. Valentine's Day massacres where Capone had seven gangsters killed. The original Dracula was released today in 1931. If you're really old, you remember these two people, George Burns and Gracie Allen. Their radio show debuted today in 1932. It was a deal. It was a big thing. 1951, Sugar Ray Robinson defeats Jake LaMotta to take the middleweight title. Wilton, 66, breaks the NBA career scoring record at 20,884 points. Aretha recorded respect today in 1967. Petty wins his third Daytona today in 71. He would go on to win the inaugural Winston Cup title. Nixon installed secret taping system today at the White House in 71. On Valentine's Day? Yeah. Wow. Who was Pat talking to that he wanted to find out about? Today in 72, John and Yoko co-hosted the Mike Douglas show for the entire week. I'm trying to think of, you know, that would be who? Well, we obviously, we look at our musicians and our actors and actresses differently now. But, um, okay, don't don't make fun of me. Would that be former President Obama and Michelle? Well, I was just thinking musicians. I mean, is it Jay-Z? Hosting a show. And Beyonce, Beyonce? Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's, that's, I mean, that's Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's what I'm trying to explain. Would, would it be J-Lo and Ben? Maybe. I'll say this, okay, to, to you know, spark the whole tabloid rumors and what have you. It'd be Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Also in 72, the musical Grease opened on Broadway. Hey, uh, Canada Relief is a good idea. Would it be Megan and Harry? Ooh, there you go. 82, Bobby Allison wins the 24th Daytona 500. By the way, Daytona sold out. They announced that yesterday. Completely sold out, the 500. 85, Whitney Houston's debut album is released. You know, it did okay. It, it did. It did. 1987, Living on a Prayer became number one on Valentine's Day. 1991, Silence of the Lambs was released. That's a date movie for you. Wayne's World was released today in 1992. Dale Jarrett wins the 593. Gordon wins it in 99. And Michael McDowell won it two years ago. In the longest race ever with the six-hour race and the crash and delays and those born today that are no longer with us. Frederick Douglass and Jack Benny. David, these three people were all born on the same day. Jimmy Hoffa, Mel Allen, and Woody Hayes. All born today in 1913. 
Boom Boom Jeffrey on, Florence Henderson, Gregory Hines, and Steve McNair all born today. Those celebrating birthdays, Teller, the one that doesn't talk. Drew Bledsoe and Alan Hunter all celebrating birthdays today. As in former VJ, yes. Alan Hunter? as in former VJ. Huh. How old is he, 60? He is... No, he's 66. Huh. Oh, MTV was 42 years ago, so yeah. There you go. Math. And that was today was the day when. What did I miss, David? Well, unfortunately, or maybe you did it on purpose after the events of last night in East Lansing, but you, you left all the violence out of today. St. Valentine was beheaded today in 270. Also, today was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in Chicago. That's what I started with. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. Pulled no problem, back. Felipe. Uh, and Parkland was five years ago. So, there you go. Certainly a lot's happened to stop those. Yeah, no no question about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've heard folks elsewhere mock, Florida is gonna Florida. Well, Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark? People are still cleaning up trash from Hurricane Ian. But yesterday, a volunteer and a cleanup crew came up with a signed Michael Jordan jersey and other sports memorabilia that was found in the mangroves off of Bonita Beach. Rebuild Southwest Florida. Now trying to find the owner of these lost treasures. Nathalia White says it's not in ideal conditions, but it's still valuable and it could be valuable for the owners. It would be great to find him. For the bad, we go to Cape Coral, where a Cape Coral man was arrested for impersonating a police officer at a Wawa. Cape Coral police were called after someone was being followed with flashing blue and red emergency lights. Alan Young, who was driving the car, used a loudspeaker to tell him to slow down. The problem was he shouldn't have been doing that because he wasn't a police officer. He said he saw the person driving recklessly and turned on his unauthorized red and blue lights. That got him an escort to the Cape Coral Police Office where he spent a little time. Just become a cop at that point. You know, it's really easy to do that, too. Finally, the ugly, we go to Las Vegas, where David, over the weekend, the Wienermobile lost its catalytic converter. No! That's right. Sure, they steal them from Hondas and Toyotas, and now the Wienermobile. Unbelievable. Lost its catalytic converter. That is the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, Valentine's Day, 2023. No catch-up. Five games in the association tonight. Magic are in Toronto. feel badly for them that it's a back-to-back because they need these games. Toronto, they're three back of for the final playoff spot or play-in spot in the Eastern Conference. Chicago was tied with Toronto. Magic beat Chicago last night. Now here it is, Toronto. They need this one. But the big one tonight, Milwaukee-Boston in Milwaukee. 
It's the first part of the TNT double dip, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. The back end is Warriors at Clippers. Would you take Golden State in the eight tonight on the road? No, Steph. No. By the way, the no, Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite in that game as well. Yeah, what's going on there? How is Milwaukee that big a favorite at home against Boston? What am I missing? All right. They're separated by a game in the loss column. This is, this is you know, if you think regular season NBA is significant, this is significant. Somebody out tonight for the Celtics? Got I mean, one of the big twos got to be not playing, right? Huh. Panthers are at St. Louis tonight. Going back-to-back, tough task for the Panthers. And the Lightning are at Colorado. After whooping up on them last week in Tampa, they travel to Colorado. I would expect a little bit more out of the Lanch tonight, but they're still banged up and uh, not anywhere close to healthy. So apparently uh, the Celtics do have a ton of people not playing tonight. So, so much for the big game. One matchup involving ranked teams. It's a Big East matchup, 7 o'clock FS1, Creighton at Providence. The uh, Michigan State-Minnesota game for tonight has been canceled. Everything around the Michigan State campus has been closed and canceled for 48 hours. So nothing before Thursday at your alma mater after the tragedy last night. Pretty sick to my stomach about it, David. I could see where you would be. I could see where you would be. When they start mentioning places that you, you know, were at on campus and you know the campus very well and they start, you know, the students were in this hall and then they were in this center and, yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, you know, kids need to come home from school whether it's grade school, high school, college, okay? Whatever happens after they get home is fine, but they need to come home. That's a problem. So that's a little bit of what's going on tonight across the three sports. As David mentioned, not a lot of great college basketball tonight, but there's always a couple of good Big 12 games, 9 o'clock K-State at Oklahoma, Kansas at Oklahoma State, both the – Road teams are favored slightly. They are the two ranked teams and favored by one and two collectively in those two games. By the way, the Minnesota-Michigan State game was scheduled for tomorrow. My bad, since they canceled everything for 48 hours. So they've already canceled that game, even though it's scheduled for tomorrow. There are two teams who right now are not even close to being in the NCAA tournament playing tonight. Michigan at Wisconsin on the deuce at 9 o'clock. It is amazing the teams that right now are not in the tournament. Kentucky would not be in today. North Carolina would not be in today. Michigan would not be in today. And when you consider the force that Wisconsin has been most every year for the last 10 years also, Wisconsin's not in. It is remarkable. Forget preseason rankings. You know, I mean, North Carolina was the preseason number one team in the country. They're not in the tournament on Valentine's Day. Even last year, Mark, when they were kind of, as my mother would call it, fatutsing around, they were in the tournament in mid-February. They just were not a good seed. Well, in the Big Ten, I think their next highest-seeded team, like Purdue's a one seed. After Purdue, 
There's nothing in the Big Ten until you get to, I want to say, Indiana. Indiana on the five line right now. Yeah, I think Indiana has a chance to be a top four seed. They've got some good wins this year. But, yeah, the Big Ten's a, a bit of a above-average mess. You know, Pac-12, they're projecting only three teams in the Pac-12, and USC got swept last weekend in Oregon. So right now it may just be two teams out of the Pac-12. You know, I mean, the you look at the Big Ten, you look at the SEC – it is bubblicious and above average everywhere. I mean, the Gators are surprisingly close to being in the tournament considering their resume. They're within like 10 spots of the field. But it doesn't appear, you know, somebody you would think could go on a run, but none of these teams have been able to put string together any wins to get themselves back into the tournament. The one thing that I wonder then, since there's so much mediocrity slash above averageness, could we see some wild conference tournaments? Because think about it, there's not much separating these teams. Who doesn't have a hot week? It's going to take a hot week for some of these schools to get in. Well, we think that every year, though, and goodness knows they never give the mid-majors and their conferences the respect that they should get. Like there should be like six mid-majors that should be in right now, quite frankly. Oral Roberts, Drake, FAU. I mean, they should be in. But we all know they're not. And they got to keep playing. And yet we're going to take some team that's going to end up going 6-10 and 10 in conference play and win three conference games, and that's going to be conference tournaments games, and that's going to be enough to get them in. Because Drake loses their first round game in an upset, and that will be the end of them. So happy Valentine's Day. Do not come home empty-handed. Although I have to admit, the whole Felipe Publix gift card idea, I don't know. if I think we got to do a little better than that. Empty-handed would be what I'd go with instead of the Publix <laughs> gift card. Wow. Instead of the gift card, do you just come home with the sub or chicken tenders? At least it'd be more personalized. Miller and Moulton, have a great rest of your day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.